Magazine to bring you local experts who share progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine, and I've had the honor to meet hundreds of qualified professionals in the areas of natural medicine, sustainable living, and healthy relationships. And I wanted to find a way to help them expand their reach and share their expertise. Green Tea Conversations is our, our vehicle to do just that. Our guest this morning is award-winning author Don Morningstar, who has written the book, Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. This beloved book sparked a movement and now is a cornerstone to the work Don is doing as a master life coach, speaker, and trainer. Welcome to the show, Don. Thank you. It's a joy to be here, Candy. <laughs> We're so happy you're in, the, in our studio with us today. So the book is called Venerable Women, which might be confused with vulnerable women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what does it mean to be venerable? Well, the definition of venerable is worthy of honor, love, and respect by virtue of wisdom and experience. Mm. So when you're looking at what, I mean, what kind of drew you to venerable as as the title for the book. Yeah, I had been uh, working with women for about 26 years as a master life coach and having women's gatherings and all of that. And in 2012, I started thinking about if I wanted to serve women at a greater level, what could I call that group of women? Mm -hmm. And so I was asking for a word to describe who we are. And so I thought of wise women and um, things like that. And then one day the word venerable landed squarely in front of me and I had to go look it up. I wasn't sure exactly <laughs> what it meant. And so when I saw the definition, I thought, my goodness, that does describe who all people are venerable at their core. All people are worthy of honor, love, and respect at their core. It's just that sometimes we either forget it or we have it knocked out of us or whatever it may be. So the idea was to awaken that within women so that women could serve to help others wake up to that as well. Okay, that is really cool. I know in the book you talked about when you were looking at doing this, you were trying to find some images that would help you to describe or help you show <laughs> what Venerable was. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like? Well, it's funny because I thought, well, maybe I don't need to pay to have a logo created or a symbol. Maybe I can find an image and get permission to use that. So I put It'll in... Be very easy. <clears throat> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so I put in, uh, I did a Google search and put some something like um, images venerable, something like that. This was back in 2012, 2013. Um, and up popped a page with pictures of mostly men. It was like um, older white men and sprinkled in every now and then would be a woman, but they were women that I had never heard of before. And so I, when I looked at all those images, I thought, where are all of the venerable women? Why are women not seen as worthy of honor, love, and respect by virtue of their wisdom and experience? Mm -hmm. And why do you think that is? Oh my gosh, the reasons are, you know, historical, really. If you think about it, patriarchy has ruled for about 10,000 years, mm -hmm. which means that it has been um, really favoring masculine traits. And there's nothing wrong with masculine traits. They just need to be balanced with feminine traits as well. And I think that's what we're seeing in our world today is that we're trying to get into balance with all of that. Which is really interesting when you take a look at the word vulnerable as yes. well, right? So vulnerable and venerable. Um, so many times vulnerable is seen as something that is is soft or is um, somehow less than. But actually having vulnerability or showing your vulnerability is also a show of strength. Absolutely. And it's the feminine side of that, would you say? Absolutely. You know, Brene Brown has done a wonderful job um, of talking about the power that vulnerability really has in our lives. Um, and it's that gentle power of transformation is what it is. We can't transform unless we allow ourselves to be in that vulnerable state. I think about, I came, I grew up on the uh, east shore of the, uh, you know, of, of the, um, 
uh, the East Coast, uh, the Chesapeake Bay area, and so I was very familiar with blue crabs. And there is the only way that a blue crab can get a larger shell is to go into what's called a soft soft shell state. And in that soft shell state, it gets rid of its hard shell. It's um, very vulnerable to, um, you know, to other. Um, sea life, it's vulnerable to disease and all of that. Um, and then when it goes through that time, which is a time of going, being quiet, and it kind of buries itself a little bit, that crab does. And then at the end of that process, it's 25% bigger than it was. And that's wow. the only way. So I think back to um, that way of thinking of transformation and how that vulnerability is an important step in going from one stage of our our lives or one way of being to another. Yes, it's a beautiful analogy to be able to use to really perfectly describe that. Yes. So when, you know, you talked about having kind of a hard shell, and oftentimes um, we, as women, we do develop this kind of hard shell to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. There's some messages that you talk about in the book that we get, either overtly or uh, silently, messages that we learn as as young girls and as young women and throughout our lives, actually. What are some of those messages that we... Oh, gosh, there are so many. Um, one of the messages that um, girls get growing up is to um, not rock the boat, to not cause any trouble, to be um, to be quiet, um, to um, to be seen and not heard, uh, to agree, mm -hmm. to serve... Right. To not ask for anything in return, you know, to just give and give and give. And if there's anything left, it can be for you. You know, and it's so interesting. When I was reading the book, I was thinking about my own experience growing up and my grandparents my grandmother and my mother, who I don't think I ever saw them actually sit down and eat a meal mm -hmm. at the table with our family because they were always serving everybody mm -hmm. else. And so after everybody else had left and finished eating, they would sit down and eat whatever was left. Yeah. And um, and here they're the ones that had cooked the meal and yes. prepared it and did it, put all the love into it, and no one was actually there oftentimes to even enjoy it with. Mm -hmm. And I think as women, we tend to do that. That's kind of seen as our, our role is how do we serve mm -hmm. others first. Another one that you talk about is um, not expecting too much. Yes. So in your own work as a coach, how has that one, how have you seen that one kind of come up with some of your clients? Well, it can show up in the area of their career, um, their profession, where they may know or not know that their male counterpart is doing the exact same job as them and not uh, and the woman is not being paid so that that can be and and sometimes she is fearful to ask for more um, she will just stay quiet about it another example of this is uh, and there have been some studies done about this and I feel like it's changing a little but um, say that there is a um, a job opportunity opening up and there is a man and a woman both looking at that opportunity. The man will say, oh, I'm just going to throw my hat in the ring. Mm -hmm. The woman will say to herself, I must know everything about that. I must be excellent at that. And, and even at the end of all of that, she still might not give herself permission to apply um, for that same position. And I know... I know I've met people who've gone through that as well. And another thing that they tend to kind of tell themselves is, what happens if I do this? What happens? Yeah. Who isn't going to get the opportunity if I take it? What am I taking away from somebody else? Yes, that is part of it. And another part of it is, what will people think of me if I do succeed? Will people still like me? Um, and will I be able to, um, you know, keep my friends? Um, and so that sometimes makes people feel like they have to play small in some way. Women will play small like, oh, gosh, I don't want to be too bright of a light because people might become uncomfortable as a result of that. Yes. So uh, one last thing is uh, your 
value comes from how you look. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's huge. And um, especially in our culture in the United States, and I, I see it around the world as well, but especially in the United States, it's about youthfulness. It's about looking a certain way, having a particular body image or um, size. Um, and I, I am happy to say that I do see some changes happening there, but not enough and not fast enough. And I think that um, we are really are being called to take a look at that because it sounds so cliche to say that it's our value on the inside and yet that really is true. It is true. It, it is funny though what you hear people say even to small children. Yeah. Is, oh you're you know, so, oh, pretty. She's so pretty. She's mm-hmm. so cute mm-hmm. and he's so smart. And yes. Look at how Look at how ambitious he is, yes. how competitive he is. Yes. Yeah. So it's, you know, the way that we interact with, um, starting with babies, really. <laughs> yes, because those are the messages that we're getting all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Good. So, Don, you have a, you have the book, Venerable Women. Where can people go to find the book? Well, they can go to my website, venerablewomen.com. It's also on Amazon, and I've recorded it on audible.com as well. Yes, and so I have listened to it a couple of times on audible.com, I want to say. So <laughs> so we're talking with Don Morningstar, the author of Venerable Women. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to overcome some of the messages that we've been talking about um, and the ones that we've held on to for many years and how we can start to play big. For more information or to read Natural Awakenings online, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on iTunes, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. Lost language, isolation, colonization, disease and torture, lost family, relocation, allotment, reservation. History has taken its toll on our families. Our fathers and grandfathers, our mothers, our grandmothers, they didn't deserve to be raped and abused. I don't deserve to be raped and abused. Today I walk with pride. I'm reclaiming my body, my heritage, and traditional customs that value all living things. I'm learning healthy boundaries and I stand with Minnesota Indian women to end sexual violence. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. This is Chad, owner of AM950. I've been telling you about my friends at Snap Construction who are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior construction company in the metro. Don't just take my word for it. Take a look at all their reviews online. Winter is the most cost-effective time of the year to complete your construction project. A majority of Minnesotans choose to have their work completed on their home in the summer when they should be enjoying the weather. As a result, the demand for labor in the summer is much higher. The most cost-effective way to improve or restore your home is in the winter due to the lower demand. Right now, Snap Construction is offering an additional 30% off of labor to the AM950 listeners on your next construction project between now and the end of February. Call 612-333-SNAP and mention AM950 for an additional 30% off. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Don't wait to get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion radio show Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. 
Hi, I'm Matt McNeil, and I want to encourage you to join me weekday afternoons at 3 p.m. for the Matt McNeil Show. It's a Twin Cities-based full hour of talk where we discuss what's going on in the state and in the nation from a Minnesota perspective. We'll be joined by a lot of great guests, and we'll take your phone calls. Interact with us on the Twitter page, at Matt McNeil Show, the Facebook page, Progressive Citizen X, the Matt McNeil Show, and on email, comment at am950radio.com. The Matt McNeil Show, weekday afternoons at 3, right here on AM 950. where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the experts who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking to Don Morningstar, the author of Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. Thanks again for being with us today, Don. It's my pleasure. So before the break, we were starting to talk about the silent and sometimes overt messages girls and women hear that can cause us to act small or to not be our authentic selves. And you shared uh, some examples of, you know, how that shows up in our lives as well. So what are some things that we can actually do to help ourselves to be able to feel more comfortable showing up in a more authentic state and to actually um, play big Mm -hmm. as compared to acting small? Mm -hmm. Well, Candy, I think it really has to do with Whose voice is the woman going to listen to? Is she going to continue to listen to the voice from the past, that old messaging, and the voice even that she voices that she's hearing today? Or is she going to develop her own inner voice? And that's what Venerable Women really focuses on, is using inner awareness to constantly, for the woman to constantly be asking herself, how am I? What do I need? And then sometimes just acknowledging the need or how the woman is doing is enough. Other times she may need to do something about it. The reason this becomes important is otherwise we're looking for things and people on the outside to make us okay. And you can't play big in the world if you don't feel full and you know whole on the inside. And so that using that inner awareness to constantly be checking in and asking, how am I and what do I need? And then acknowledging it or taking care of it is a really important step. You know, it's interesting that you t- that you say that because um, this is something that, you know, I try to practice a lot, especially since you and I have been <laughs> working together and getting to know each other and you've shared this with me as well. Mm-hmm. But it's really true. I mean, there are times where you have a conversation with someone and it doesn't go as well as you had hoped or you have a disagreement. Mm-hmm. And I start to, you start to have these feelings inside And I start to really pay attention now Mm -hmm. about what is it that I'm feeling right now and what do I need? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the power in that is that we actually become the observer of our own thoughts rather than letting the thoughts control us. Mm -hmm. That's where things can go awry for us is, so for example, say that um, you're having a conversation with someone and you, like in your example, it's not going as well as you would want. You can either during that conversation, ask yourself just quickly, how am I right now? What am I feeling? What am I needing? And that can be of help or even after the fact. But just to ask in that conversation, what was missing for me? What did I need? And then as the observer of your own thoughts, you are in the driver's seat. It's almost as though your higher self becomes uh, that which is in the driver's seat. So it really, you know, we hear oftentimes instead of reacting, responding. So this really helps you to get into that state of being able to respond. Absolutely. Plus, you're honoring yourself. And I know we'll be talking about love in a little bit. And that's one of the pieces of loving ourselves is to honor ourselves and respect ourselves. We cannot expect that to come from others if we don't really truly do that for ourselves. And again, I know it sounds so cliche, yet when it becomes a practice and we understand why it works and how it works and it becomes a part of the fabric of our being, that's when the real magic happens. Well, let's get into it. Let's just start talking about love. So um, as we're coming up on 
February and the month of love yes. and Valentine's Day, there's a lot of expectations that we can go into the holiday with.、Um, and especially if you're in a relationship, a new relationship, or an existing relationship, there's a lot of expectations around this special day for us.、Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes we feel like this is a time where our partner is really going to help us, is really going to demonstrate for us how much they love us.、Mm-hmm. So I know in venerable women, love means something very different. So,、yes. how do you define love?、Mm-hmm. Well, I think、um, love is impossible to define, but it is possible to understand the power that it has in our lives. I believe that much of what we've learned about love is,、um, is incorrect. What we've learned about love makes love more conditional. So, for example, I will love you if you do this. Or, I will love you if you give me this.、Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not really love at all. What love is, is that love is. Now, that sounds like a very heady way to say it. But the, I, the way that we think of it is that love is the highest vibration of energy. That there is. And so when we realize that that vibration of love is it's ever present, it is omnipresent, it is everywhere, and that people don't need to earn or deserve love, they simply need to get into the flow of love. Okay, so as when we're talking about this, we, we often talk to people about self care and self love.、Mm-hmm. So How does somebody start to tap into this,、um, tap into the love for themselves、mm-hmm. so that it isn't conditional on something、mm-hmm. that somebody else does for them? Well, one of the biggest things that、um, is really helpful is to stop judging ourselves.、Uh, that is one of the things that makes us diminish ourselves.、Um, and we can't see the love that we are and the love that we can experience if we're constantly judging ourselves.、Um, and that doesn't mean that we don't pay attention to areas where we want to improve and all of that. But that judgment that Feels very condemning.、Mm-hmm. And、um, a lot of women really deal with that. I know men do too, but、um, I work primarily with women, so that's been my experience is that negative self talk. So I think, in regard to love, loving others must start with loving ourselves. That is the way to love others, is to truly, genuinely love ourselves by not judging ourselves, accepting ourselves, even laughing at ourselves when we do the <laughs> same old silly thing again. You know, and it goes back to To that inner awareness again, that idea that, oh, I had that negative thought again, you know, not to condemn ourselves for it, but to be aware of it. And、right. that frees us. Well, and that can be really difficult. You know, we hear, don't, you know, think positively and don't get. Stuck on negative emotions, and then when you have a negative emotion, you think, Oh my gosh,、It's、I should、bad. have this negative emotion now. I need to stop doing this.、Right. And really, it, it is about trying to get into that flow. One of the things that we're looking at this year with Green Tea Conversations is really how do we reduce fear?、Mm-hmm. And fear is really the opposite of love, correct? Yes, it is.、Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about judging yourselves,、mm-hmm. we judge ourselves out of fear. Yes. And so One of the things that we want to do is just help people give them more information and help them learn more in order to overcome that fear. So, when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about, have this conversation about love and how we can start to develop it even more in our lives.、Um, so, today we're talking with Don Morningstar, the author of Venerable Women Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. And when we come back, we're going to find out how we can actually do that. How can we transform the world? Yes. To read Natural Awakenings online, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on iTunes, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be back in just a bit.
The fine folks at Common Good Books will help you find the perfect book for you or the book lover in your life. Find a huge selection from a locally owned and independent bookseller in the Twin Cities. They are always bringing in top authors from around the globe for special in-store events. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Find Common Good Books at 38 South Snelling Avenue in St. Paul or shop online at commongoodbooks.com. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. A fantastic lunch is waiting for you at Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Crystal. Start with their delicious wings, Milton-style, buffalo, barbecue, or naked. Or try their famous barbecue rib nachos. They've got great lunch options like their grilled sandwiches, the ribeye, the chicken, and the portobello mushroom. Try the fantastic fried egg with asparagus and kibata and their jerk chicken sandwich. Or change it up with a Milton's cob salad, a chopped jerk chicken salad, or their warm and satisfying soups. Lunch today will be delicious if you head to Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Friendly Crystal. Tom Hartman here telling you that solar energy isn't just for environmentalists. Switching to all-energy solar is actually perfect for reducing your carbon footprint while also saving money on your monthly electric bill. The fact that solar panels cause no earth-harming emissions while it's producing energy is a bonus. Who in the world could object to that? But they can also help you save money month after month for decades. And they do it with a clean footprint. So go green and start saving money today by visiting allenergysolar.com. Robert Burrill here, host of the show Laughing Matters, brought to you as always by Stand Up Records. Check them out online at standuprecords.com. Laughing Matters is now on Saturdays from 7 to 8 p.m. And the show will be pre-taped, which means that I can swear and say words like and as always, it'll feature some of the funniest comedians in the Twin Cities talking about the latest news and current events, and it's an hour of nonstop laughs you won't want to miss. And it's only on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Minnesota's very best appliance shoppers choose Warner Stellion, home of the lowest price guarantee and trusted free services. Warner Stellion's in-store specialists will help you choose what's best for you. If it's worth considering, Warner Stellion has it. And now through the 23rd, we guarantee our prices lowest. Save more with our trusted free delivery, basic installation, haul-away, and no interest financing. Don't wait. Get in on special appliance savings now through January 23rd for Minnesota's own Warner Stellion. With your AM950 weather, I'm Hunter Haas. Today, mostly cloudy with a high near 34. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 27. And Monday, patchy fog, otherwise cloudy with a high near 36. This week's Eat Local Minnesota.com restaurant of the week is Victor's 1959 Cafe. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, offering traditional Cuban recipes in a relaxed, casual, and festive Cuban environment. Located at 3756 Grand Avenue in South Minneapolis, find out more at eatlocalminnesota.com. where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the experts who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Don Morningstar, the author of Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. When we left off, Don, you were sharing uh, ways that we can more fully develop love in ourselves, so part of our transform ourselves. And in doing so, that we can then transform the world. So once we transform ourselves, how does that, well, actually, before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about some of the um, aspects of venerable women that can help us to make that transformation. So you have something called the V-attitudes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are the V-attitudes? <laughs> well, um, there are 12 of them, and they started off as the venerable attitudes. And then when I started sharing them with women, women just shortened it and started calling them the V-attitudes, which made me laugh Sassy. because there is something called the V-attitudes <laughs> in the Bible. But anyway, these um, V-attitudes are um, uh, really helpful guides they're they're like gemstones i see them like gemstones they are made up of very ancient principles but the way that they are 
um, brought together makes sense to people, and I think it, it's nice because one builds on the other. So there are what I call three facets of wholeness in the Beatitudes. The first four of the Beatitudes have to do with a woman's relationship with herself, okay. and the second four have to do with her relationship with a higher power, and the third four have to do with her relationship with others, and they're in that order for a very particular reason. And what is that reason? Well, if a woman does not get right with herself, practicing those first four Beatitudes, then her relationship with her higher power is one of begging and pleading for things to change in her life, when her relationship with a higher power could be one of co-creation and one of celebration. Um, and so, and then of course, if you've gotten right with yourself and you've gotten right with your higher power or the divine as we call it sometimes, then of course your relationships will be healthy and high vibrational as well well. So that's very intriguing. So tell us, what are the first four Beatitudes mm -hmm. and um, to help us get in good relationship with ourselves? Certainly. Well, the first Beatitude is that a venerable woman empowers herself. And um, listeners might remember from earlier in the show where we talked about um, that idea of using your inner awareness to constantly be thinking and to empower yourself and not look to other people to empower you. The second beatitude is to embody the highest and best self. And you have to know what your attributes are that make that are your higher self. And then when you present those in the world and you align with those in the world, that's your best self. And the third beatitude is to really um, affirm the depth of your worth. That's a really mm -hmm. big deal, is to understand the worth that you have. And we come at that from a little different perspective in Venerable Women, and we go deeper into that in our Living Love program. Um, but Which that, we're going to talk more about yeah, in just a bit as well. Because there's a lot to it. Um, you know, I, I hear people say, well, I'm just going to say affirmations that I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, or even do a posture to say that I'm worthy. And those things are wonderful, but it doesn't go far enough. So let's talk about that a little bit, because I think it's really, I love the way that you have it worded in the book, which is a venerable woman of a venerable woman affirms her depth of her worth mm -hmm. by assessing her finest self, yep. making inspired choices, mm -hmm. and doing what is hers oh, to do. That's the big, yeah. That's huge. Yes, they are all important. And as I said, you have to know what your highest self is in order to access it. So that's number one. And we have an upper room exercise that we do with that that's extraordinary. And then making inspired choices from that higher place. That way it makes decision making in your life really easy because you ask yourself the question, does this line up with my higher self? If it does, you do it. If it doesn't, you don't. It's pretty simple. And then um, that last part about doing what is ours to do. That is one that is really important because the brain wants proof that what we're telling it is true. So if we want our brain to understand and believe that we are worthy, we have to take the steps to convince our own being and our brain that we are worthy. And that means doing what is ours to do. I'm sure all of us have something that we've either put off, we don't want to do, and we just know that if we do it or when we do it, things will change for us. So there's the part of not doing what we know we need to do. But then there's the part where we do things that are not ours to do. I was just going to say, it's almost like there's a two-sided prong to this. Yes, yes. Oftentimes we get stuck in doing things that really are not ours. Yes. And why, why do we tend to get stuck into that? Oh my gosh, we can do that for a number of reasons. We can do that because we are trying to gain approval from people. We can do that because we're trying to get worth by serving other people when, in fact, it might be better for those people to be doing things for themselves. Sometimes our helping, I'm using air quotes, can actually be enabling others and avoiding what we could be doing 
to really have a sense of worth ourselves. And so that's something that when we wake up to the fact that by taking care of ourselves first, yes, I said it, by taking (laughs) care of ourselves first, that is how we actually begin to believe in our own worth. And when we feel worthy, then the outpouring and the overflow that we can give to others is much healthier. You know, I think it's, this one is really one that just kind of strikes me. Um, And for many reasons, because I often see this with friends and family members as well. You get into this wanting to help people or to take on Mm -hmm. some of their things because you don't feel like they can do it. Mm -hmm. And in doing so then, you're not only diminishing your own worth because you're doing things that you're not supposed to be doing or you're not meant to be doing, um, but you're also taking away their worth as well. You are 100% correct. That is a brilliant observation because it's true. We actually diminish people and we, uh, you know, if we say we want to transform the world, let's start with the people in our own lives Mm -hmm. and empower them to use their own wisdom to do the things that they need to be doing. And that is a very respectful and loving way to be toward others. And one of the, one of the sayings that I know you and I have both used is Mm -hmm. with clients is when you when you let go of something, you make room for something else. Absolutely. Right? So when you say no to something, you get to say yes to something. Mm-hmm. And so by letting go of those things, we're actually making the room to do those things that we were meant to do. Absolutely. And, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot over the past couple of years, and it has a lot to do with vibration. What is the vibration of the thing that I'm doing? Because I talked before about um, love being the highest vibration. And so... When we are doing things that are not ours to do, that's generally at a lower resonating energy because we're doing it because we think we have to or somebody's got to do it or I've been doing it all this time and what will people think if I don't? If I don't do it, who will? Who will? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? We might be keeping someone from doing it who would really be blessed by doing that thing, you know? So we have to look at it in that way as well. And so if we can match the vibration of the things that we are choosing to take on with that vibration of who we want to be in the world, that is an extraordinary way to be in the world. It is a gift. It's a gift not only to yourself but to the world. Yes. So number two, your highest and best self. I love this one too. Um, In the book you say, a venerable woman embodies her highest and best self by safeguarding her values, Mm -hmm. accepting what is, and being authentic. How can we, and we did talk a bit about accepting what is and Mm -hmm. being authentic, Mm -hmm. showing up authentically. Mm -hmm. What are some ways that we can safeguard our values? Well, we have to know what our values are first. And that's what I had mentioned in Beatitude number two, where we take the time to go into the upper room and access and actually take a look at what those values are. And then to safeguard them and protect them, that's where boundaries comes in. So we have a different take on boundaries. A lot of people see boundaries as a way to keep things out. And that's certainly one way to use them. But I think of them, venerable women tend to think of them more as what is it that we want to protect and keep in? What is in our auric field, so to speak, or in our way of being? What makes us us? Like what makes you you? Those are your higher attributes. And um, you must protect them and safeguard them in order to bring them out into the world. So not getting in, in, into any details, mm-hmm. but you are you are actually just the expert at this. And I think that what you can share with us can really help other people too to show that. You demonstrate, you live these V-attitudes and you demonstrate them for all of us as well in your everyday life. And one of the, one of the areas that um, we have talked about is the area of money when yes. it comes to money. And this kind of goes back to worth as well. But understanding our values and how we can show up and safeguard our value that we have, that we bring into the world. Yes. And so give us an example of how you might demonstrate that in order to help other people understand how they can do it. Well, it first off, I really want to say that some of the things that we do in this area will cause us to have 
sweaty palms. I call it sweaty palm <laughs> truth telling. I really do. Because we're not used to it. And I think that, um, you know, um, men are much more comfortable, um, in my experience, with asking for money and just expecting that they will be given money for what they do. And I think it's because women, much of what we do is in the areas of helping and healing and teaching, that those things have not been as respected in our society, which means they have not been paid for. And so in regard to money, it is really imperative that women um, really ask for money to be paid for what they are doing in the world. I That is the biggest thing that I am teaching women now in my personal coaching practice and in the groups that I do and in the living love is to understand that money is simply a form of energy and we put so much energy into everything that we do. We deserve to have energy come back our way and yes, that means in the form of money sometimes because not only do we need money for basics, we want money for fun things too, like pizza and new shoes. <laughs> and when we come back, we're, go we're going to continue this conversation because I also want to get into the other side of that too, which is the uh, having the flow go the other way too and being comfortable looking at that. Um, and so we'll talk about that more when we come back. We are talking with Don Morningstar, the author of Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. And she can, you can find her book on her website, venerablewomen.com, and on Amazon. To read an online version of Natural Awakenings Twin Cities, go to naturaltwincities.com. And you can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to AM950. We'll be right back. I started going cold turkey. Well, at least when I'm in the car. I know I shouldn't do it, but it's so hard to stop. That's why I hide it from myself, so I won't be tempted. I used to do it all the time. I stopped by locking it in my glove compartment. My friend used to do it way too much. Now I turn it off when we're in the car. My solution is simple. I just don't do it. There are lots of ways to stop yourself and others from texting and driving. How will you stop? Tell us at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. Total Dog Company is the destination dog food and gear store on the west side of the Twin Cities with easy access off of 169. We have a growing group of loyal customers and increasing numbers of referrals from dog professionals and dog parents because we carry quality products, give sound advice, and are easy to do business with. Total Dog Company keeps up on the latest developments in dog nutrition and products. Find us in New Hope off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at TotalDogCompany.com. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coo. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuske, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan, LLP, rewriting the odds for their clients for over 80 years. We are awake. 
Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe, now open seven days a week. Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house-made rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays 6 to 3, weekends 8 to 2. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn. where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to talk to the experts to share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're visiting with Don Morningstar, the author of Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World. Before we left Don, we were talking about... Um, about the flow of money and as part of our worth, understanding our worth and understanding our, our boundaries. Now, the flow of money we were talking about is how to make sure that we are accepting it and that we are um, holding our boundaries in making sure that we're getting paid what we should get paid. There's also another part of that flow of money that's coming back and forth. And we're going to talk now about your V attitude number eight. Yes. Which is? It's um, it's all about joyful abundance. And the way that we can really experience joyful abundance in our lives is um, by being grateful, by being generous, and by believing in our own inherent prosperity. And so I added the word joyful to that beatitude because I've seen a lot of people who are very abundant, but they don't seem very joyful to me <laughs> when it comes to their money. They seem like they're terrified they're going to lose it or they're, they, they're greedy. They want to hold on to it and all of that. But as we know in um, prosperity teachings, there's a flow that needs to occur. So that's where that generosity occurs. And so the definition of being prosperous really is to have everything that you need with plenty left over to share. And to me, that feels like a perfect definition. And um, again, need can be those new shoes, you know, uh, it can be all of those things. But the idea is to keep that flow going so that um, what we, uh, that, that there's a giving and receiving that just flows and flows and flows. And that's where joyful abundance really becomes a concrete thing in our lives. And then the idea of gratitude. Gratitude is the great multiplier. Mm-hmm. When we are grateful, that's um, that vibration is akin with the vibration of love and the vibration of joy. So walking around being grateful for everything, and I mean everything, even the air quote bad stuff, um, because it's all part of our evolution, really helps us to um, uh, attract joyful abundance. And then belief and claiming our inherent prosperity. We live in an abundant universe. There's plenty of everything. And so all we need to do is really align ourselves, become one with the desire, and that's when we can attract it and experience it. And I think, you know, you live this every day, and yes, you I understand do. this every day. And I think that it sounds very simplistic, mm-hmm. and it is. It's very simple. It's not necessarily easy. No. Mm-mm. And so it's a tough, it can be kind of a difficult thing to overcome those messages. Yes. That we may have grown up with where, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and we can't afford this. And so when you start to get into that flow, Mm -hmm. so that's what people can do when they work with you, correct? Absolutely. We, we, what we do is we take a look at what the person wants to be experiencing rather than going back to the past. We don't need to go there. I believe that in this um, new time that we're in, and I think of this new astrological time that we're in, that we are able to manifest and create very quickly. We just have to pay attention to what it is that we want and believe that we um, can have it and then remember that we are one with our desires. And people can work with you in in numerous ways. Now, like I said in the beginning, the book was actually kind of a launching pad for you Mm -hmm. in order to um, really develop many other things that you do. So you do 
one-on-one coaching. I do. Um, I take um, a very few uh, clients who are at a very high level, and by that I mean they are re- really ready to jump into the world. And primarily what I'm working on is women who are writing books or who are doing public speaking. Um, that is, seems to be, they're, they're the ones who will influence many others, and so I love working with them. And I also have um, developed, based on the book, a women's personal empowerment program called Living Love. And love is the acronym for a life of venerable expression. Oh, I like it's that. It's fabulous. <laughs> and not only do women get the content, but they also develop a sisterhood of other women who are on the same path. And that's extraordinary. So, so how long mm-hmm. is that program? Well, it's it varies. Um, we do a 12-week version of that. Some of uh, some women, one woman um, is doing a, a year-long version of that. I have trained luminary leaders to teach the Living Love program so that these circles and the program is facilitated at a very, very high level because we don't want this to be... Um, well, I'll tell you what we want it to be, because it is, is um, a very high-level gathering where we stay focused on um, really evolving and um, becoming the women that we came here to be. Okay, great. Now, you said luminary leaders. Yes. And I know uh, from talking to you that living love was kind of your your first yes. stopping point, and then people got so <laughs> enthused by yes. that and so energized by that, that they wanted to do the next step. So they wanted to be able to teach it. Yes. And so you developed Luminary Leaders, which is like the next step in the process. And um, Luminary Leaders can use um, the uh, Living Love program for their existing clients, or sometimes it helps them attract new people. And also the Venerable Women Empowerment Foundation, which maybe we'll do a show on that. Uh, You'll Uh, invite me back and we can talk about that. That's where we bring the Living Love uh, program and to women in prison so that when they get out of prison, they can really access the world and show up in the world in a much better place than the way they entered. Good. Well, and we'll definitely have you back to talk yes. about that. So today you are actually going to be offering our listeners a special. Yes. Yeah, I, I love this. This is um, Women Leading with Heart. It's a webinar that is very transformational and gives concrete steps um, to learn how things, um, attributes that were seen as weak or women's stuff or whatever, how they are our greatest strengths. And at the end of this webinar, women will really understand the gifts that they bring to the world and will feel worthy to bring them forward. And so Women Leading with Heart is normally $97. For anyone who wants to participate in this, if they go to VenerableWomen.com and um, click on Women Leading with Heart and use the code Green T, that's green and (laughs) T-E-A, then um, they can have this $97 program for $47. Wow. That is a that's very generous of you. Yeah, Thank I you. want it out there. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, how long does the program last? Is it a is it a single? It's a webinar? ninety minute. It's a ninety minute webinar, and it has a twenty one day follow up, which is really helpful to keep you on to keep um, people on the path. So what's involved in the follow-up? Uh, the follow-up is a each day they get um, a very short but inspirational email that takes them right back so that they can really lock in the learning of what they learned in that Women Leading with Heart webinar. Great. And they can get this again at? VenerableWomen.com and just click on Women Leading with Heart and use the code Green Tea. Thank you so much for being with us today. Don, it has been a pleasure, always a pleasure to be able to speak with you anyway, but to be able to share what it is that you're doing. I'm so appreciative that you're here. My joy. Thank you, Candy. Thank you. So thank you for joining our conversation today as we awaken to natural health. To read the online edition of Natural Awakenings or to check out our complete online calendar of events, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show at am950radio.com on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. Wishing you a lovely day.